You're listening to the Berkeley Technology Law Journal podcast. I'm Debbie Mosley. Here are some recent headlines about what's been happening this week in tech law. Today, we'll be covering 3M's moves to curb N95 mass price gouging, a ruling against Telegram with major cryptocurrency implications, and developments in the issue of the lawful display of NBA players' tattoos in Take-Two's NBA 2K video games. Law360 reports that last week, American manufacturing giant 3M sued a New Jersey company by the name of Performance Supply LLC for violating federal trademark law, accusing Performance Supply of reselling 3M's well-known N95 masks at gouge prices. According to the CDC, N95 masks are critical for protection against the novel coronavirus and are reserved for healthcare workers and other first responders. Performance Supply is accused of reselling masks at more than 500% of the original price. According to Bloomberg, Performance Supply, quote, falsely presented itself as an authorized vendor and offered the masks to New York City's Office of Citywide Procurement at a grossly inflated price, unquote. In their complaint, 3M condemns the resale by individuals or companies, quote, deceptively trading off the fame and goodwill of the 3M brand and marks for personal gain, unquote and accuses performance supply of taking advantage of healthcare workers, first responders, and others during a global pandemic. According to Law360, since 3M is the U.S.'s largest producer of the N95 masks, it is likely that this lawsuit is the first of many against price gougers and others seeking to profit off of the global pandemic. The company wrote in a statement that, in an effort to protect the public, they are, quote, making referrals to law enforcement authorities, taking down websites with fraudulent or counterfeit product offerings, removing false or deceptive social media pages, and sending cease and desist letters as a first step prior to taking further legal action, unquote. 3M has said that any money it recovers in this litigation will be donated to COVID-19 relief efforts. According to Coindesk, on March 24th, Judge P. Kevin Castle in the Southern District of New York ruled that Telegram's $1.7 billion token sale was an unregistered security sale and should have been registered with the SEC as required by law. Telegram is best known for its namesake messaging application. In 2017, the company branched out and created a blockchain-based platform called the Telegram Open Network, or TUN. The application's goal was to open commerce within the messaging app by selling tokens called grams and then having users exchange items for the grams. According to Telegram's website, the grams are cryptocurrency meant to, quote, act as a medium of exchange between users in the ton ecosystem, unquote. According to cryptocurrency news firm The Block, the grams were first sold to users by way of a simple agreement for future tokens, or a SAFT agreement. The SAFT was meant to be both an investment contract and a security, whereas the tokens themselves would not be. However, once Telegram started delivering the GRAM tokens themselves to investors who purchased SAFs, the SEC requested an enjoyment to the distribution of the GRAM tokens, alleging that the GRAM tokens themselves were securities and ought to have been registered. The judge agreed with the SEC and granted the preliminary injunction, ruling that the token distribution was an unregistered public offering of securities. Critics of the decision warned of the repercussions that it could have for the development of virtual currencies. Attorney Josh Lawler, in an op-ed for Coindesk, argued that the court wrongly extrapolated the fact that SAFs are securities to apply to the tokens themselves. In doing so, Lawler argues, the court, quote, ruled against every blockchain project financed through forward contracts to deliver tokens, unquote, and that the ruling might, quote, 
obliterate the private sale of tokens as a method of financing a public blockchain project, unquote. This is the first major federal court ruling considering the issue, and observers expect an appeal to the Second Circuit. As per Law 360, on March 26, U.S. District Judge Laura Taylor Swain of the Southern District of New York dismissed a copyright lawsuit brought against Take-Two Interactive by a company named Solid Oak Sketches LLC. Take-Two Interactive publishes the popular NBA 2K games, which allows players to simulate basketball games with their favorite NBA teams and players. Solid Oak Sketches is a company that purchased the rights to the tattoos done on NBA players from the artists who tattooed them. Solid Oak Sketches brought suit against Take-Two Interactive in 2016, claiming tattoos depicted on Los Angeles Lakers player LeBron James violated their copyright. Judge Swain dismissed the lawsuit for three reasons. First, Judge Swain noted that Take-Two was protected under the Fair Use Doctrine because, among other reasons, their use is transformative and that the purpose for displaying the tattoos in the game, which is to portray the players as accurately as possible, is different than its original purpose, which was body art. Second, the use of the tattoos in the games was de minimis or too insignificant to violate copyright law. Third, Judge Swain held that tattoo artists give players implied non-exclusive licenses when they ink tattoos, as the artists know that the players are famous and that their tattoos will be seen in public. Judge Swain wrote, quote, The players, who were neither requested nor agreed to limit the display or depiction of the images tattooed on their bodies by the artists, had implied licenses to use the tattoos as elements of their likeness, unquote. The case potentially settles a long-standing controversy amongst tattoo artists, celebrities, and media publishers, which has been going on, according to Hollywood Reporter, ever since one artist sued and settled with Warner Brothers about Mike Tyson's face tattoo being reproduced in The Hangover Part 2. According to Law 360, Take-Two warned before the ruling that solid oak sketches prevailing in the suit would be troubling because it would, quote, grant tattoo artists broad control over another person's body and would make the tattooed individual a virtual slave to the artist, unquote. This case could pave the way for publishers and other public figures to no longer have to worry about whether or not it is illegal for them to display a person's tattoos on a video game, movie screen, or other reproduction of their likeness. Thank you for listening. The BTLJ podcast is brought to you by Alan Holder and the members of the podcast team at the Berkeley Technology Law Journal. Today's episode was written, edited, and produced by Debbie Mosley. We are committed to bringing you interesting news and conversations involving the intersection of technology and the law. If you enjoyed our podcast, please support us by subscribing and rating us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you found our podcast so we can reach other listeners. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, write us at btljpodcasts at gmail.com. The information presented is not legal advice and may not be up to date. The podcast is intended for academic and entertainment purposes only. Remember, don't get legal advice from a podcast. Talk to a lawyer.